I, I don't under, I didn't understand a one word you said. Ron, ah. are you okay? Ron. Ah. Ron, ah. Wh where are you? I'm in a glass case of emotion. Call the dogs with Chancey and Chi. It's almost like this is an emergency podcast <laughs> to save our sanity. <laughs> I feel like we need it, <laughs> and we hope we hope that you do too. Uh, this is if you're listening to this in the month of March. Uh, this is in the midst of COVID nineteen, uh, coronavirus, or or coronavirus, as some of the older people around me have liked to have been calling it. <laughs> Just my patients are referring to it as Covaris every now and then. So uh, anyway, that, that is currently going on. So, gee, how are you making it right now? What's your, uh, what's your status? So here's my outlook. <laughs> uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, I've, you know, we've got the, the work from home situation pretty much covered. My office is at home. Um, if I need to go somewhere and most of the time it's only with one other person. So it's like, ah, eh, you know, when you're showing, when you're showing real, showing land, uh, it's just, uh, you know, you're fairly isolated anyway. You're in an open environment, so I'm okay. Um, but, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of people that are having to do stuff that's just not, you know, their daily routine, you know, not going into the office, having to do like 20 person FaceTimes. Like it's just a, a wild time right now, but, uh, you know, we're making it okay. And, you know, with, Karina, uh, working in the ICU, um, you know, sometimes I'm a little scared that she might come back and give it to me, but, you know, we're doing okay right now. <laughs> Five days at the house and basically just going to the grocery store and, and running outside a little bit, and yeah, that's pretty much been my life for the past five days. Well, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see it happen. Uh, I haven't seen my home. Uh, the pharmacy, <laughs> apparently the pharmacy world does not stop during a pandemic, uh, but so things have been wild, but fortunately been able to help a lot of people. So it's been a, been a good thing. But, uh, anyway, so life is fun, but we actually, we were, I was thinking about texting you when you texted me, but, but, uh, you, you shot me a text over the weekend. It's like, I think we need to do this just to get people's mind off of this. And then I, I felt the same way. I, I, I really, Hey, I kind of want to get my mind, mind off of it. I hadn't, uh, sure. I haven't prepared. I, I have done very little preparation, as you're probably about to find out. But always talking dogs uh, helps my helps my heart. Uh, so I'm pretty pumped about this. Well, Chancy, is that any different than any other episode? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> to Che, my friend. Also, I wanted to I wanted to ask you. Uh, <clears throat> Are you flush with toilet paper right now, or are you running a little low? <laughs> we uh, we're actually able to get some in now from our for our from our wholesaler, so we're we're in good shape. We're in good shape. Damn it! That's... Will you send some to me? I'll pay. Are you, you. Are you, you? I remember getting the Snapchat from you. It's like I yeah, actually need I've got toilet... three rolls left, man. I, and three rolls in the Browner household doesn't last very long. <laughs> well, uh, I'll, I'll 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 FedEx you some up there. Awesome, awesome. I'll pay the fee. Uh, no, I'm, uh, it's, no, everything, everybody's doing all right. And it's, and, I mean, I agree. I mean, I think we both kind of, we were sitting here just seeing, seeing about how everybody was, there was a lot of fear and panic going on. And I think a lot of people are doing their part in one, helping out and helping, you know, especially the elderly. Um, but two, also just like trying to get people's mind off of this thing because fear and panic can be, you know, in this situation, it can be a, even worse than the virus itself. Um, and so, uh, you know, I just, I'm happy that we are able to do this and not have to sit next to each other, even though I would have loved to sit next to you. But social uh, distancing, but we're going to, we're doing it well. We got a good three and a half, four hours between us. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We got that distance and we, we're just talking virtually, which is great. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited about it. And I just, you know, I, th I think it's, you know, obviously the coronavirus is going to be a topic of discussion with everything that we talk about with the, you know, just looking at our outline, talking about the news and everything like that. But uh, otherwise, let's uh, just try to jump into this thing and try to get y'all's mind off of this. So let's hop into it. So uh, let's see what we got first. What's what's the what's the first thing that uh, Corona has impacted? All right. Well, let's. I mean, let's. You want know, to just talk about the spring sports situation? Um, so. Crazy thing is, uh, we're talking, we're looking at, I mean, the, the University of Georgia, obviously, is, is something that we'll focus on, and obviously the sports aspect, aspect of it 
but so the you know they've canceled classes and they are doing virtual classes uh, excuse me they they canceled them initially and said okay we're going to try to do as much as we can virtually so think about it this way man if i mean chancy if this was your senior year and 2019 20, 2020 was spring of 2020 was when you were going to graduate and and they told you hey man we're not even going to have a graduation ceremony for you i want to know what your thoughts and your reaction would be well my brother is about to get his master i mean he's graduating with his masters this semester and so he is actually living that right now um he fortunately he walked as an underclassman but he's got some buddies that uh a buddy actually was with him this weekend um that uh that i got to spend some time with that he hasn't walked before um and so this is his this is his only chance to uh to walk and and, and my brother's pretty my brother's ticked off. I mean, and I'd be I'd be pretty pretty ticked off too. I mean, I, I think there's still a chance that they're going to do something uh, if this all kind of clears up uh, in, in in a good time frame. Uh, still still having something. Uh, I don't don't know what it would look like, but man, I'd be I'd be upset. Uh, I'd be I'd be very bummed out about that and just all the hard work and things like that. And and, and it just it just sucks that it has to happen. Uh, but unfortunately, it needs to happen. But it just sucks that it has to. Yeah, no, it's a it's a necessary precaution. Uh, did you did you walk in Sanford? I did. Um, it was kind of as a I, I don't know if I was technically supposed to be there, but we we did it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, anybody with a, a cap and gown can show up and be like, "Yep, I'm a graduate," <laughs> and you're good. You can have a you can have an 80 year old man that's just like, "Yep, I just feel like walking on Sanford today." <laughs> uh, no, I'm uh I unfortunately did not get to go through uh, the Sanford graduation because I graduated in the fall, so I I, grad- I had my ceremony in Stegman, so <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, but no, I feel I feel terrible for all the graduates. I mean this. I mean this is supposed to be like one. You know, once you have this last test, they probably had like one or two more big tests in most of their classes left, and then like you know one more big test and then an exam, which a lot of times if you're a senior. A lot of the times you can you can exempt your exam in some of these in some of these situations. So, um, yeah, man. I mean, they basically were supposed to be coasting, partying, have a great time, and it's graduation ceremony. And uh, man, none of that. And so I feel I feel terrible for them. Yeah, and the same thing uh, obviously applies to sports. And uh, there is no contact. There can't be. There's really no contact across the board uh, in terms of obviously. Uh, face-to-face and, and any kind of group activity, so which includes spring practice and those kinds of things. Uh, so we're hoping that uh, this gets cleared up in time for, for some summer ball, but I imagine the effects of this are going to last for a while. Uh, we, we, just, we just really have no idea at this point. I mean, we're, we're, we're doing this in really the first real week of, uh, of this going down, and we're going to have some, some lasting impacts, which I think are going to roll into this coming year. Uh, but the they're all they're all still able to call and text each other and things like that. But that I mean that only goes so far uh, when you don't have that group uh, the the group activity the spring practices, which is how we're taking it. And then because a lot of these guys enrolled early, so that they could be in spring practices to be a contri- contribution to the team. And I mean we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see the impact of that. And the nice thing is, is that's across the board. <laughs> that's that's yeah. everybody. It's, it's not just us. It's not yeah. like we lost spring practice. Uh, but I I can really see the first half of this season just being real sloppy across the country. I mean, it'll it's gonna be it'll be wild wild west out there, man. So it's gonna it's gonna be interesting because so I mean, like you're talking about, they've they've canceled spring sports for the rest of the year, which includes obviously all spring sports. I mean, basketball didn't get to finish. Uh, baseball is not going to get to finish. Uh, gymnastics. So all of that, but then that also includes spring football and spring practice. And obviously G-Day has been canceled. If you're a listener to this podcast, you probably already know that. Um, but yeah, G-Day is canceled. So I'm sure that most people have not been making plans to come up here uh, in about a month, uh, almost exactly a month, uh, but no, definitely, definitely do not plan to do that because uh, there won't be anything going on. And in fact, they 
might not even let you anywhere close to Sanford Stadium. I don't really know. But the interesting thing is what you're talking about, like face-to-face contact is, so we're in, they kind of reinstated this, this recruiting dead period, and which is interesting because this is the first year, and I think, I don't know, this might be the first year they ever tried to do this, but they instated a dead period beginning the week of, the week of National Signing Day for basically a month. And so it's been a dead period for a month since National Signing Day. And I think there was maybe a small amount of time between then. And now we're back in a dead period. So like it's going to hit, it's going to impact recruiting, uh, but they can still text. They can still social media. They can still, you know, call recruits and all that, but it's like, they can't come visit and they can't have in-home meetings and anything like that. So it's a really interesting time to see, you know, how are teams going to adapt? How is Kirby going to find ways to, to, you know, I guess, essentially remotely connect with these guys and tell them about, you know, University of Georgia football. Well, and if there's anybody that we're going to bank on when it comes to this department, it's obviously mm-hmm. him. So uh, in, in that front, I mean, that's that, I mean that's the thing about it that I kind of said earlier, that this is happening to everybody. And so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how everyone is impacted uh, by what's, by what's coming up. And then you hate it for those kids that are uh, that are getting recruited right now. Uh, I mean, it's this is their it's their time, and and they're they're not going to get the same uh, opportunities here in the spring and visits and things like that, which which sucks. Uh, but um, well, thankfully it's like the beginning of the cycle right, for them, right? Uh, right. You know, so right. So anyway, but uh, but yeah, that's that'll be uh, interesting to see. Uh, let's see. And you were telling me this, I was not aware, but there was a uh, staffer, uh, Georgia staffer. Um, that tested positive for the virus, and uh, we didn't know. I guess we didn't know what they were staffing or, or what department they were in or anything like that. Obviously, I, none of that information is released. But don't don't know who they were, what department they were in. Um, I think I saw that the last time they were on campus was was in uh, March March sixth. Or something like that. So thankfully, at the very least, it was kind of before uh, this this whole thing really got heated. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, this is something that I think is going to affect pretty much everybody in the United States. And as far as you know, you know somebody that at least knows somebody that has is getting this thing or ha- or got this thing. So um, you know, I mean, just like what we've been talking about. I mean, it, I'm sure that that guy has been self isolating. I'm sure that. They are, you know, just taking the necessary precautions and being taken care of. Um, also, Scott Sinclair, our strength and conditioning coach for the football team, has really been taking advantage of this time at home. I don't know if he's just bored or if he feels like he, the the need to to help out the community, but he's been sending out home exercises, home workouts, and I mean, people have been like responding, like, yeah. Like, are we allowed to do this along with y'all? And I think they think that this is like the Georgia football workouts, which is certainly not true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can I, I can certainly tell you that they're a lot harder than what he's sending out. But, uh, yeah, man, it's been fun. I, I actually did a little bit of one today, and let me tell you, uh, you don't know how out of shape you are until you do a few burpees, and you're like, damn. It <laughs> sucks. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, what? Like, what? I was like, first of all, I don't know if I'd ever really done a burpee in my life. I mean, I've done up downs, which are similar, (laughs) but burpees, I was like, that's that's CrossFit stuff. I'm not like quite into that, but dang, man, it sucked. Yeah. Anyway, so it's it's been fun though. He's he's been posting on Twitter and stuff. Yeah, I uh, I need to I need to look it up and uh, and see what all he's see what all he's doing. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's been doing a bunch. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna he like lists them out and then he does a video. He's like, "This is what a uh, like sideways lunge is." You know, this is what a uh, squat jump is. You know, things like that. So it's it's uh, cool. it's pretty neat and and it kind of kicked my ass today. So <laughs> uh, anyway, I did a modified version. I took out the stuff that I was like, "Yeah, I don't know how much I can do that." <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. So uh, even with the lack of a. Uh, the lack of NFL since uh, the Super Bowl, there's we got some uh, got a good bit of 
dog's news in the NFL. None of it really positive uh, for these guys. But right before we started uh, recording today, Todd Gurley, uh, no longer with the L.A. Rams. Uh, He was released. And kind of out of left field, but, I mean, at the same time, this this didn't really surprise me too terribly much, as much as I hate to say it. Because, I, I, I mean, his production has been down over the last few years. Um, and, yeah. and so, it, I was, and they were they were paying him so much money. <laughs> he was getting a lot of money, but I hate to, obviously hate to see it. Well, it's it's interesting because I mean, obviously we know the the lifespan, not lifespan. Uh, I I guess yeah, the lifespan, whatever. I don't know if that's the best way to put it of a running back in the NFL is it's pretty slim, and he's only twenty five. So you would think, okay, you know, he's got at least three more years full time, and I I just don't know if I don't know who they have behind him. Is a big question. I don't know if they're just like going to try to figure out if they want to draft somebody. I mean, they had uh, gosh, it was a it was a few years ago. It was that guy that that went over there to the uh, um, from the Broncos and like played really well in the playoffs or a couple of years ago. Um, but now it's just like, man, for the most part, unfortunately, star running backs just are not that big of an asset anymore. Like I think Nick Chubb, like we talked about, could be playing till he's like forty. But Nick Chubb is a freak, so it, it's just a little. I mean, there might be some uh, exceptions there, but um, I don't know, well, man. It's, it's just, just the, interesting. It's just the style of the NFL now. I mean, it's the way the game yeah. is played. It's obviously a quarterback-centric league, and, and it's a there's it's focused on the the quarterback and the, and the wide receiver and the tight end. I mean, it's a pass it's a pass-heavy league now. It's moved into the college game, and. Uh, well, he, he can definitely catch the ball. It's just the problem. Is, I, I think the biggest problem is he's been hurt. Right. He's been injured for, for most of his right. career. Well, and, and that, like, I mean, and honestly, I, I really think it came down to they were paying him so much money. And he just was not mm-hmm. producing. He obviously peaked at the right time, at the right time of his contract, and got the money he, he wanted. But apparently, if he had been on the team by the end of today, they owed him $10.5 million or something like that in his contract yeah, so it's that. like it's you, you got to they had to make a choice and and he just he's not trending the right way to want to make a decision like that and i don't know about you but i've never had to make a ten and a half million dollar decision before <laughs> so, <laughs> no. and uh so I, I i get it i hate it but i i get it at the at the same time because i mean he's he, he kind of like it was at Georgia. I mean, it was it was questionable at time. Like we would we'd have him and then we wouldn't have him. He he'd be he'd be gone. He'd be back when we had him. He'd do great. Uh, but it's it's a little different when you're in the NFL getting paid the, that kind of money. No, no doubt, no doubt. And yeah, I think the the decision had to be made today with that ten and a half million dollar uh, price tag coming. Uh, you know, just for today. Um, so I think obviously they made a decision that they thought was. You know, monetarily was a good decision for them, but also, uh, unfortunately, like his production's just been down. So uh, we're we're gonna see. I mean, who knows who's who's gonna pick him up? I think a lot of people are saying that uh, there's a potential that he might go to Tampa Bay. So you would have Tom Brady with two Georgia running backs behind him a couple years in a row. Uh, so that'd be interesting, or three years in a row, really, because Sony's been there for a little while. So, uh, yeah, no, that'd be fun. Uh, I, I, also, there's a lot of people there hoping that he goes to the Falcons, but I don't really wish that upon anybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah Why well, go to the Falcons and win three games a year? <laughs> hey, that back half of the season, though, we can <clears> – it <throat> always gets you, even though you lost the first half. Uh, mm. Let's see. And then really kind of going down the line, Leonard Floyd got released by the Bears – uh, Thomas Davis released by the Chargers, but was picked up by the Skins, and then Rashad Jones was also released. So um, it's been a rough man. Talk about a guy. Rashad Jones has been he's been with the, with the Dolphins his entire career, which has been over a decade now, right? Or like around the day, de- or maybe just like full decade. So ten years in the league, like kind of sneaky good career. 
and he's just old at this point. He's 32 years old. So it's just, I mean, I know that's not really old, but you know what I mean? Like for the NFL, that's old. So 32 years old, had a great career. I wouldn't be surprised if he retires. Leonard Floyd, he's going to keep going, no doubt. And then obviously Thomas Davis is, I, I don't know how, he must be, he's got to be like an android or something. He's not he doesn't make he's sense. He's not human. Yeah, the guy's, the guy's a freak. Uh, and Three ACL tears. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he's still playing football? You remember when he, he broke his arm before the Super that Super Bowl, and he like he, he had his arm his arm was broken. I can't remember if it was the week before. I think it was. I, I guess it was in the uh, the NFC Championship game, and he broke it. And then they he went and had this cast made like by this like they went and to the, some research group and they designed this. I think they 3D printed some kind of cast and did something to like the exact shape of his arm. He played in the Super Bowl with a broken arm, and yeah, that that was. I don't remember yeah, that. He broke his he broke his arm. Oh, he had God. a cast on it and everything. I, I remember it big time. And and it was just like they're like oh, Thomas Davis is not going to be able to play in the Super Bowl. And he's like, no, nah, screw that. I'm playing in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, sure enough, he did. I mean, they obviously didn't win, but uh, just. Just, just an awesome guy. Just damn good dog. Always, always pulling for us, and is always one of those big supporters. Uh, whenever we're, we're we're making moves, dude. He's yeah. He's got that picture he posted not too long ago. It was like his entire family. It was like you know family photo, and they're all just decked out in red and black. And I was just like, God, you are the man, Thomas Davis. I love he you. He used to he, murder people when he played for us. Yeah, still does. <laughs> God bless. Oh what man, uh, how old is he? Very. <laughs> he's got to be at least. All right, so he's he's like okay. I'm 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 trying to get his Wikipedia pulled up here. Yeah, he's 36, 36 years old, and and 36. You can be 36 and be a quarterback. You can be 36 and potentially be like a offensive lineman, stuff like that, but. It's pretty unheard of to be a middle linebacker and be 36 years old and still be like, hey, uh, I need a team to pick me up. Like, I'm, I'm still ready to play. And the Redskins the Redskins jumped on him quick. It was like the next day. So, anyway, I'm I'm excited for him. Um, so, that's just kind of some, some basic news. Also, if you didn't know, Tom Brady is going to Tampa Bay for some damn reason. So, uh, we'll see how that goes for him. Um not dog related, just like what? <laughs> I, I, I have. That's this is going to be such a weird year uh, in, in football it is. Um, for for many reasons, and that just that being one of them. But crazy to think, crazy to think. So, mm-hmm. well, let's shift gears. Let's let's kind of let's obviously get back uh, to our current dogs, and with all this going on with spring ball and the lack thereof. What the heck's going on, man? <laughs> what are we What are we gonna do? Uh, our Our year was hinging on this off season because a little bit of preparation. This you're right. Spring. I mean, <laughs> yeah. our, our our offense was was hinging on, especially I say I say offense specifically because uh, that was where all the question marks were, and that's where all the transitions were, and uh, all the new players, obviously a lot going on uh what what's going to happen no it's interesting uh and 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 i know that obviously not having spring ball is obviously going to it's gonna it's gonna affect us directly and and it's gonna affect okay we need time for jamie newman to to get ready for the offense we need time for todd munkin to install his offense uh we need time for you know, certain guys to be – I mean, it's like you said, obviously the offensive side of the ball is going to be the biggest question mark. But you also got to think, okay, say this thing gets pretty much under control within, you know, by middle of May. Okay, this at that point, surely they're going to make some adjustments in the schedule to allow for basically spring football to be conducted during the summer. And I mean, I have to think that because otherwise, if you go into the summer ball at the beginning of August and you have 
no preparation whatsoever, and you're trying to install an entirely different offense. Lord, I hope it's different. I hope it's different than last year. You're trying to install an entirely different offense in basically less than a month. This season could be weird. And it's also like the conditioning aspect. Like, what are guys doing right now? I mean, and we've seen like James Cook. I don't know if you've seen like on James Cook. He's been he's been uh, conditioning and working out with his brother down in Miami. So it's like small groups isolation is kind of stuff. I feel like that's how people are working out right now. Um, but for the most part, it's it's like well, okay. It's usually you have you have spring ball, then you have summer workouts, which are you know somewhat voluntary for the not voluntary, but like they're player led to a certain point and then you have summer ball and then you have obviously week leading up to practice so it's just a lot of stuff that this is the time i mean to to squinch basically what five months of preparation maybe a little less than that into two months essentially is going to be tough so i'm hoping that they make some adjustments adjustments to 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 where we can conduct some spring football maybe in may if it works out but it's gonna be really interesting i mean jamie newman obviously tom monk and those are the biggest question marks but what else what else are we looking at um uh, well and, and you brought up a good point about the conditioning and, and i think i'm hoping <laughs> and i'm hoping this is where social media is, is is having a good impact where all these guys are seeing all these other guys working out and uh it's giving yeah. us some motivation to actually get out there and do something so uh so that's that's a hope and a prayer <laughs> that something that something's Send happening, it up, man. <laughs> that something's happening. <laughs> uh but obviously the the fears around around newman and, and i'm hoping and this was something that i've been thinking about that newman is he's a veteran guy's been playing for a while now monken is uh it has been has coached college ball before obviously these guys are i hope to god that they're communicating on a regular basis and talking about what the offense is going to look like, what the playbook's going to look like, getting him prepared mentally for that. Uh, that's that's my that's another hope and prayer that I have is that that, that is going on. Those conversations are happening uh, because that's that's going to be interesting to see how we how we set up our playbook to match uh, such a condensed time period I think is going to be key. And then a huge part of that too is the offensive line. It's such a new offensive line that they have got to have time together. I mean, they have got to have time to find that chemistry. We got to figure out what our lineup's going to be, uh, what what like what it's going to look like, and 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 where that chemistry is at uh, with all the changes. And, well, right now with the line, I mean, so you're looking at all right. You got Trey Hill in the center. I think that's a you know he's definitely there. Jamari Sawyer is going to be at one of the, one of the other one of the other tackle spots Ben Cleveland is going to be plugged in there somewhere I would assume is Justin Schaefer healthy I don't know the guy was in a neck brace I think he was actually working out with the cooks down there in Miami I mean these guys are just like basically like on spring break to work out is what they're doing right now so maybe just maybe they will come in and be like hey I've been working out for like the past three months every day (laughs) just maybe but I'm not gonna, you know, hold my breath on that. <laughs> well, and 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 like you said, there's there's a lot of he could go somewhere on the line, and so that's mm-hmm. just and and even with the the talent we had this past season, I we had some injuries and things like that we had to deal with, but it, it took us a while to figure out what was that, what was that, what did that lineup look like? What was that starting lineup that got us where we needed right. to go? And it right. doesn't matter how much talent you got. You got to have time. You got to have time to make it happen. So Luke's job's uh, cut out for him uh, to to get that line where it needs to be. So that's that that's another one of my my fears going into it. But at the same time, every offensive line this season is going to have that. That's going to be a huge deal for everybody. Uh, but with some of these games that we've got coming up, especially early in the season, uh, the one game that I'm talking about, obviously we're all very familiar with. That's where you need that yep. offensive line to be <clears throat> top notch. Speaking of that game, we like we're thinking about uh, me and our buddy. Uh, we we're talking about uh, maybe trying to book a place in Alabama just last week, and now I'm like, 
I ain't booking. I ain't booking nothing right now. <laughs> uh, until I know that this season. I mean, Chancy, let's just pause for a second. I, if somebody, I, I some people were talking about on the vent on on rivals earlier about this season potentially being canceled. And don't get me wrong, that's a possibility. A possibility. I'm not going to say probability. But the words, we will not have a college football season this year, will never actually come out of my mouth. That was in quotations, okay? I saw it. I will I never. Saw it. You put quotations. I saw it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you saw it. You saw it. I will never say that. I would How would you? How would you even up. speak that into existence? Like why would you even like why would those anyone would ever say words like that? Why like I I don't know because I didn't, didn't say it. it. I didn't say it because I quote I quoted because these idiots said it. You know I'm quoting. Well, there's them. a lot of idiots on dogment, <laughs> so let's just make sure that that is that <laughs> no is doubt. clear and, and understood. If you if you if you get on dogment and post stuff, that's fine. Just don't post stupid stuff. Uh, so <laughs> there's definitely some smart guys. There's, some smart there's guys. definitely some dumbasses. Yeah, there, there's quite a few of those running around now. That. I, 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 every day I, I, I wake up and I, I, I thank God my family's healthy. I thank God that uh, I, I still have a job and all this kind of stuff. And then the fourth thing that I uh, thank God about is that this was not in the fall. <laughs> and this was not during football season because I would die. Thank the Lord. I would die. <laughs> so, anyway. It, it, yeah, I mean, March Madness being canceled is not fun. I mean, that that's... Sucks. I'm not a basketball guy, but I watch March Madness. I mean, well, kind of. I watch a little bit. It's just sports. I mean, damn it. For me, being the weirdo that I am, I'm like, dang it, the NHL season's suspended. So I wish I could watch hockey tonight, but I can't. And it's just, uh, you know, stuff like that. It's just like, man, you just don't realize how much of an impact sports not only has on, obviously, the economy, but, I mean, just people's well-being. Yeah. Like, I'm in a state right now where I'm like, what am I going to do after we get out for this podcast? Besides eat. I need to eat dinner. Well, I, and that's I, it. I turned on last night. I was just, I just, I just went, I don't normally watch TV, but I was flipping through channels just to see what was on sports-wise, like what the stuff they were playing. And Sports Center had like a two-hour long special on free agency. And I cut it on, and it was Nick Foles going to the Bears. And then they do the – they're talking about Nick Foles going to the Bears. And so, naturally, what is the best thing to do is to have, like, a five-minute conversation about Nick Foles and then lead into this special that they did about the Philly special play in the Super Bowl, <laughs> like, two years ago. And they go – Just a just replay. Just a replay of that, yeah. talking to the high school coach that designed the play that then Clemson <laughs> used – it, Clemson used it during a game, and they talked about how they had Dabo Sweeney on, and it was. I don't think I don't think this was made for this obvious this the special obviously, but they just took a special. That, no, I've seen it before. I saw it two yeah, years they ago. Had, and they, <laughs> they just took a special that had Nick Foles in it, and they just plugged it in, and it was. It's like God bless it. They That's are good. reaching. They are reaching. Yeah, and I mean, you you are you're reaching hard because there's no sports. There's nothing. Your entire network is based off yeah, sports ex- existing. Exactly. exactly, it's it's nuts. But anyway, anyway, we that was we went down a rabbit hole. But just thought I saw it last night. Well, no, I saw I it mean, last night and was laughing. I laughed the whole time. <laughs> it was it was wild. Well, the thing is, if you just if if ESPN just decided, all right, screw Sports Center, screw all this stuff. If you just replayed. All the best games of the 2019 college football season, people would watch that. People would watch it. Speaking of which, SEC Network, obviously part of the ESPN uh, network, uh, they are tomorrow, Friday, which I don't know, maybe today when you when you listen, <laughs> I don't know. Friday the 20, 20th of March is the Georgia Day. They've been going through. Uh, they've started in an alphabetical order, and they've been uh, focusing on one team a day. So uh, the t- Friday the 20th is Georgia's day for all of the, the whole day. So they're going to be showing Georgia football games. They're going to be showing 
uh, uh, stuff about Herschel Walker, uh, SEC stories, stuff like that. So uh, tune in tomorrow. I, I looked at the schedule. I think they're going to be playing the Auburn game from last year, I believe, and then they're also going to be playing the Florida game uh, and the Notre Dame game and I think the Baylor game. I may be wrong on a couple of those. So anyway, just fun stuff, man. Make sure you record them, um, and it's just something to, to watch while we're just – depressed yeah. <laughs> um but anyway i you know i think we kind of uh, there's a couple other things we have on here which aren't you know quite as big a deal as far as the spring ball goes but we've somewhat covered it i mean you know you want to see what's kendall milton gonna look like uh who's gonna be rotating at the star uh these aren't like big question marks but it, you know the running back pecking order i mean right now i think james cook uh, excuse me zamir white james cook kendall milton uh, but you never know. I mean, Kendall Milton is, I think he is like six, what is he, six one, two twenty or now? I mean, he's bulked up. He looks good. I'm excited to see what that kid's going to do. And then, uh, like I mentioned, you know, Justin Schaefer was in a neck brace last year. Is he going to be healthy for this year? Um, if so, I think he starts. I think he's going to start left guard if he's healthy. So I'm hoping so. We're we're, we're just all playing this, playing it by ear, uh, and it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see, man. Uh, we've got we've got a, quite a few months of just figuring this all out, so we're going to do this one day at a time. But in the means in the meantime, what we're planning on doing in the means time, uh, I'm I'm Dane Bread. <laughs> so uh, in the dude, it took me a second to process what you just said. <laughs> it took me a minute to say it. I'm like Dane Bread. I was like, do I know this? I was like, let me look at my dictionary real quick. <laughs> We wanted to do some fun stuff, and so uh, we're going to take a look back at our top five games of the decade, and just doing a, a random top five. You threw this out a couple of days ago, and Who, who's going first? Here, I'm going to flip a coin. Right. Okay, uh, what Is you? That your coin jar? It's actually a. Uh... Damn it. Ugh. Okay, we got one. Uh, it's my. It's this is my rainy day fund. <laughs> so any. <laughs> so it, it, I wish people could see it's, this. It's this literally is, just a jar of quarters. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's 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 not all quarters. I wish I, I wish it was all quarters. It's just my spare yeah. change. Huh. I put it hey, in here. That's the best stuff. That's I've... the best thing in the world. I did that one time when I was when I was younger. Yeah, and like a hundred bucks in there one time. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, it's like uh, you go to the. Well, you can go to the bank and then you have to roll it all up, or you can just go to Coinstar and they take like five bucks off of it. You know, go to your local Kroger. Here we go. All right, so what do you think? Um, how about this? Heads, you go first. Tails, I go this first. Seems, this seems rigged, but games. go ahead. What do you mean? So wait, heads is you. Heads, heads is, is you. I go first, yeah. or heads is I pick which way? No, heads. <laughs> damn it, heads. Heads means. All right. Do you want to just pick it and then? All right. Here, no, you just call flip it. it. Do okay. it how you did it. All right. Heads. Heads means we go through your top five first. Tails. No, we need to. We need to alternate. Are we yeah, alternating? Alternate. All right. Well then. All right. Well we'll go. Whoever starts first. Damn it. <laughs> he just <laughs> shot that thing across the room. It went. It went in the pit. <laughs> He went in my pin jar. This is awful. <laughs> this is terrible. All right, I'll go first. All right. Coming in. <laughs> it went in my pin jar of all Okay, places. and let's like, make sure that we, we preface this. We do not know each other's top fives. Yeah, we don't know each other's top fives, so we're, we're excited about uh, how, how this, this is quality is stuff out. right here. Here's my, here's my number five top five game of last decade which we're still trying to figure out if 2010 should be included in this or not uh -huh. but regardless 2010 didn't I've have i repressed so, my, my memory of that year yeah 2010 was i i literally put every other year i had at least one and then 2010 i said none every game <laughs> sucked number five in my top five games of the last decade 2017 of course best best year of the decade notre dame game in South Bend, you got Godwin, Jake Fromm to Godwin in the corner. That was like, was that one of two touchdowns, or was that our only touchdown of the game? No, we had two, had two touchdowns, touchdowns, right? Sony, Sony had, Sony had, Sony had, Sony had, had, Sony had touchdown. 
Yeah, Tony had the other touchdown. Uh, obviously, a very memorable game, big time uh, road atmosphere because we brought what sixty thousand dogs to their stadium or something like that, or maybe fifty thousand. I mean, it was just an incredible, incredible turnout by the Georgia football faithful. But it also was just a historical game because that was the first time we had played since the 1981 uh, national championship. So yeah, that's my number five chance. You got any thoughts on that? Well, I definitely agree with it. Um, that was a, that was, that was a special game. I remember I was living up in North Carolina then and didn't get, didn't get to go. Uh, but that was really that turning point. Jake Fromm's first start. I mean, it was really, that yeah. turning point where it's like, okay, we got something, we got something special here, and um, and so I, I absolutely agree. Um, obviously, that one uh, being on my list, but I'm gonna, I, I had a backup, so I had a, <laughs> I had an A and B <laughs> on, on that one, so um, I'm not going to use that one. Uh, well, with you. Just real quick, like you were talking about, uh, with that being a turning point point in the season, obviously it was our second game of the year, but it was also right before we played Mississippi State. Yes. And so it was, I mean, gave from some confidence, and we came back home. And this Mississippi State of 2017 isn't on my list, but still. I thought I mean, about that it. That was an incredible I thought game. about Yeah, I thought about putting it on there. It was one of the better home games we've had. Well, in the year. It, I mean, in, in did, the decade. You remember going into that game and us being like, dude, I don't know if we're going to be able to do it. It's like <laughs> it's gonna be a dog fight, it's literally. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like I'm, I'm, I'm worried. It's like, are we gonna even be able to? We're gonna be able to make this happen. And um, but man, it was, it was awesome. It, it was that was really was a obviously you could about pick any game from, um, <laughs> from that season, and there will be more. Uh, but so I no doubt. What's your what's your number five? So my number five, and, and this is going from like a memory and and just just kind of the atmosphere of the game. I'm going Auburn 2014. Auburn 2014 was, was, uh, I just remember, I remember that whole week leading up to that game when we found out that Gurley was coming back and they showed the video and it was, I'm coming home and, and all that kind of stuff. It, the, that was, that was the game that we had Nick Chubb, dude, (laughs) Nick Chubb, Sony Michelle and Todd Gurley at full, steam playing an entire game and it was just like it, it was hard to fathom the whole thing and we beat the crap out of them it was beat the crap 34 out to of 7 them. just a phenomenal game uh, I, I remember i'm pretty sure we all watched that game at our house like we would just we would just play it like just 17 times a day <laughs> just like <laughs> leading up to the game and we were hype it was a night game oh man it was just it, it was awesome just across the board the only the only down part of that game was that girly towards ACL right, right. In, in that game so but but the lead um, up to that to think that man the, just the emotions riding on that game I, I I think about that game that game a lot so that that was that no, took, it was, that, that, took uh, that was my that was my AB on that spot. So, well, that was also. I mean, that was a top ten Auburn. Oh yeah. Game. I mean Auburn oh, team. Yeah. I mean it was it was it was a big game for us to win with a team that I mean I it, you know in a lot of ways was inferior. I mean just for whatever reason, for the last decade, and I'm very thankful we've had Auburn's number, which is great. Um, also, we talked about that game briefly the last episode and. We mentioned about how Gurley, Gurley, uh, you know, had the kickoff return for a touchdown, but they got called back from a holding call, and I was like, gosh, it was probably somebody like Ryan Rankin. <laughs> we had a listener send us a message on Instagram. He's like, dude, it was, t- oh, he sent it directly to me. You don't even know about this. He sent it directly to me. He's like, yeah, man, that was definitely Ryan Rankin. I was like, wait, seriously? And I look back in the highlights. Oh, my God. <laughs> And it's 38, number 38, and the commentator even was like, oh, that's Ryan Rankin. <laughs> Damn you, Rankin. So, uh, I was like, yeah, it was probably Ryan Rankin or something. It was definitely Ryan Rankin. <laughs> hey, so, good call. Anyway, oh, this, this is fun. This is fun. Um, well, anyway, uh, Chancey, I'll let, you, uh, I'll let you go for your number four spot on the top five. All right, so... Um, I am going to go with. I'm trying. I tried to mix up 
2017 amongst all these. <laughs> yeah, we already talked about We both have several 2017 uh, games. But I went ahead and put um, the, and I'm making sure I'm looking at this right, the SEC championship game from 17. So I put that one up uh, mm-hmm. at the four spot. Um, like I said, mainly to move this stuff around a little bit. But I remember going into that game, so this is kind of personal stuff, is I didn't think I was going to be able to go to that game and got a phone call the day of. I was in Charlotte, and I got a phone call the day of, and it's like, we got you a ticket. And I just just booked it. <laughs> booked it booked it yeah. from Charlotte to Atlanta and just and getting to go. And I was with my dad, and it was just like – because my dad and I sat together for – um, the, uh, let's see, which it was the 2012 SEC championship. We've been together for all of the games, but I remember the last SEC championship game that I was with him was that 2012, well, obviously that was the last one I was with him, but the 2012 SEC championship game and just the defeat that we felt. Uh, and then to, then to do this against Auburn and just basically just manhandling after what we had gone through. And, uh, and that was just in the first SEC championship in the new, uh, in the, uh, in the dome. Um, it was just an awesome atmosphere and, uh, we just ran all over them. And I was in the corner of the end zone that Swift ran at. So Swift was running directly towards yeah. me on that, that run. And it was just, it, it was awesome. It was just, it, it took what we thought was going to be another season that, didn't amount to much you get 10 wins and it's just whatever and turn into something incredible and so it was it was yeah. pretty special yeah that was a uh so that's on my list but it, it's not number four uh that game was i mean just the fact that one it was our first sec championship uh since 2005 so 12 12 years i mean your university of georgia you shouldn't go 12 years without winning a championship of, of any kind. I mean, we, we didn't win any kind of championship since 2005. So, um, I'm, I'm very, you know, it's just one of those games that we, it was a fight for about a quarter and a half. And then there was a certain point. Well, I know, I remember exactly when it was, whenever Davin Bellamy caused that fumble Mm -hmm. and we recovered it. And immediately after that, it was like, this is our game. And we came back and just, just destroyed them, and it was awesome. And obviously, Roquan had a God, I love Roquan. Um, had a great game. So, you know, and and Swift's Swift's like what 55, 60 yard run or whatever it was to kind of just you know put the nail in the coffin. And, and that's that's one of those like phrases that you if you use it against Auburn, it just feels so good. Just putting the nail in the coffin against Auburn is great. So anyway, I I'm, I'm with you. That that whole thing was crazy. My uh, mother-in-law wasn't able to go, so I went with my father-in-law, and my dad was able to go with me, and then our buddy John Austin was able to go. Just I was, I came up to him at the tailgate. He wasn't even ha- planning on going, and uh, he didn't even have a ticket. And I was just like, "Hey, man, uh, what do you think about going in the stadium tonight?" And he's like, "Oh, I, well, how's that gonna happen?" I was like, "Well, I've got a ticket for you," and he's like, "I love you." <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, it was just kind of one of those things that just an excellent, excellent atmosphere. Everything before it was awesome. Tailgating was great. And then you go in there and kick Auburn's ass for the first time we've ever played them in the SEC championship, which uh, is crazy. So, anyway, my number four uh, game of, of the last decade, it was uh, 2013 LSU. And I'm sure that's probably either on your list or close to major list. And I'll just say – Man, that game was Aaron Murray was awesome. It was forty four to forty one. We we won, and obviously we won. It wouldn't be on this list, but Aaron Murray was incredible. Justin Justin Scott Wesley with that last game. Leonard Floyd just destroyed people all day. Um, we just had it was just an all around like the def- defense gave up forty one points. Zach Met- Zach Mettenberger, I mean, had a hell of a day. But that atmosphere was top three, I would say moments for me in Sanford Stadium history. I'm I'm just, you know, just talking about how loud it was whenever Justin Scott Wesley caught that ball and just kind of waltzed into the end zone. So that's just an incredible moment. Obviously it was during our college careers, our senior year, and so I I will just always cherish that memory. Well, uh 
that was next on my list. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to mention that, but then I'm actually going to put another game in there uh, just to just to spice it up a little bit. But no, that I game like that game was incredible. Uh, I it, it it really was top three atmosphere, and uh, I I think about that a lot. I had my brother up there with me, had had you there with me, and I was thinking about it. It's like God, it's been so long since we've like been together during a game, um, and and just a. Well, the last time was was for a, a no name game uh, when we sat in the box. That was that's really the only time yeah. in the past. Well, since Florida, well, we were close enough. Yeah, in Florida, we were. We were like, I could see you. That, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we met in the aisle. <laughs> um, but no, just incredible. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go, kind of thinking atmosphere and like just thinking about it. Notre Dame game from this past year's atmosphere was just oh yeah stupid. Just absolutely yeah. stupid. <laughs> it's like we've paid billions of dollars for this, <laughs> for these lights and the show and for the lights, <laughs> and it was worth no every doubt. single penny. Uh, just another atmosphere, and it's so it's so crazy to think about when we were in school, and the music was so quiet <laughs> that it's you could barely hear it, and. It was miserable, and you know they changed the sound system like five times. Oh since yeah, then. And, and now it's like it, it's it's a sh- it's a show. I mean, it's really it's an experience, and and man, it you're talking about just just wild and, and watching that and, and and talking about that LSU game made me think about that and just how awesome our atmosphere has gotten, uh, and, and it's it's cool to see, man. So. Uh, but El- and obviously it would have been would have been a lot different. It wouldn't be on this list if it wasn't for us winning the game. But man, you're talking about like the hair on our chin. <laughs> that game was scary the whole way through. I mean, they scored first, and then it was a battle, and we, I, you know, we couldn't score to save our life last year. But at the very end, you know, whenever you hold them, uh, I mean, Nolan Smith and Jermaine Johnson were chasing Ian Book down at the end there, and I was like. I I had feelings of Tennessee 2016 for a second, and then once that ball in the air, I was like, "These boys are better." Than <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I was like, we're gonna knock this shit down," <laughs> and uh, they did, thankfully. Oh man, so yeah, so I uh, you, you you took my three picks, so it's uh, so that's what I went with. Um, so uh, so is it my is it my two pick? No, I hadn't. Even oh, done my sorry, three you pick. you skipped my three pick. I took your, I took your, I took your four. You took Sorry, my, my four was yes, your three. Yes. Yeah, so we doubled yeah, up. All right, so go ahead. Your three. three. I've, I've got a feeling, Chancey, I'm about to do the exact same thing to you. My number three pick, top five game of, and this could be number two, top five game of the last decade, 2012 Florida. Yeah. Is I, that it? So yes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm just wrecking your list. <laughs> It doesn't right, I've matter. Got a, I've got to be on that one too. So go ahead. Okay. Okay. Well, just gonna say 2012 Florida. I just like I wrote, I write I wrote some like notes after every. I was, I said my notes on 2012 Florida. Obviously, we won 17 to nine. I said everything. Period. <laughs> Malcolm Jarvis Sean Williams death. <laughs> like I was just like I say Sean Williams killed a guy in that game. <laughs> Do you remember that play? It was on a fourth down. They ran a jet sweep, and Sean Williams, uh, gosh, uh, Christian Robinson. I think we've mentioned this one on the podcast before, but Christian Robinson gets like his legs cut out and like gets blocked and can't make a play. Sean Williams gets blocked. He has his legs caught up with a guy, jumps over him, and just just absolutely takes this dude's head off on a fourth and fourth and one, fourth and two, to keep them from getting the first down. And that's one of those that's one of those plays that I I don't know about you, Chancey, but like once I see a play uh, on the uh, TV broadcast, I usually like kind of forget how how I looked at it whenever I was actually in at the game, you know, if I was there. And that's one of those plays that's kind of just etched into my brain. And this whole this th- three plays in this in this game are like that. One of them is obviously Sean Williams uh, making that tackle, Malcolm Mitchell. Uh, with the catch and for the last touchdown, and then all of us also Jarvis knocking the ball out of uh, Jordan Reed's hand, 
and then us recovering in the end zone for the touchback. Uh, these are just three plays, 2012 Florida game against number two Florida game. I mean, Florida team. So uh, that whole game, uh, whew, it was a, uh, it was special, man. Uh, that I think I've, I know I've mentioned this before, but uh, we were, I was sitting by Caleb during that game and where we were sitting in the end zone in the student section and when Bakari Rambo <laughs> had that sack, <laughs> he, he I, I remember, I remember, Ooh. we we just we talk about it, we, we talk about it a decent amount uh, since it was that long ago. But the line, the line just split, and it was a delayed yeah. blitz, and we could just, it was like the only thing we could see was uh, was was Bakari Rambo running. <laughs> that was like the only thing. Like, he was running right at me, and we just grabbed each other, and we're like, he is about to lay him out, and that is exactly what he did. And, and that game was just absolutely incredible. Uh, just just, just phenomenal game. Um, so what I'm going to do, uh, this would be my B pick. I'm, I'll, I'll just go ahead and go through my list since, uh, or through this one since uh, you, you took that one. I put this in here just in case you did this to me. The 2017 Florida game, sticking with Florida. Just Mm -hmm. to me, the years of of pain (laughs) and the years of just of suffering and for all of that to be wiped clean. (laughs) Just all of that to just be in... Remind us what's the, what was the score? Oh in that my game? God! It was it was forty two to seven. Yeah, it was forty two to seven. I was hoping you had that etched <laughs> in your brain, but not. Maybe it, not. It, oh, it was uh, no. It, I, I see it very clear. I just remember that for a year and a half after that, every other Snapchat I got from you was forty two to seven, <laughs> and somewhere else yeah. on the Snapchat. <laughs> Dang! I need to. I need to you get need that to bring, back. Need to bring I that need back to, up. But uh, I don't know why I haven't. Kept but I was. But I wasn't even there. Uh, I was not at that game. I, I wouldn't either. I, I, I haven't missed many uh, Georgia Floridas and missed that one. And uh, I was in my apartment by myself. So I was in my apartment by myself in the middle of the afternoon, just yelling. Uh, and no one in North Carolina is <laughs> obviously watching this game, so they have no idea what I'm yelling about. <laughs> and uh, and just <laughs> just an incredible game. Just I had to had to bring that up. Uh, it was it, it was awesome. That almost made my list. Um, just, I mean, sh- for the sheer fact that that was our best victory, or most lopsided victory against Florida since I've been alive. Oh, yeah, like for sure. No doubt. Um, so, anyway, that's an incredible game. I, uh, I remember that game for, obviously, the Sony Michelle. Sony, Sony had, I remember Gary Danielson was sitting here yes. talking about, you remember the yep. play where it was just like, Sony and Michelle has not played well against the Florida Gators. He has averaged like less than two yards per carry. And then he breaks off the 75-yard <laughs> touchdown so or whatever it was. So, uh, man, that's just one of those games that you just you just smile every time you see it. So I almost put it on my list, but I didn't. Uh, Chance, I'll let you uh, go ahead with your number two spot there. Um, No, that was my two. You know, my two was the 2012 Florida. I'm, Did you I'm have ahead a three? Of you. My three was my three okay. was LSU because I'm trying to mix the, I'm trying to keep seventeen, kind of mix it up a okay. little bit. I'm I'm one ahead of you, so it's your turn. Okay, ten four. Okay, uh, my number two is one that we've already discussed is the SEC championship game, and mostly because one, it was just it was a hard fall game at the beginning, like I said, but then we came back and wound up kind of dominating Auburn, and it was also our first SEC championship in uh, since uh, 2005. So, like I said, uh, I just basically repeated everything I said earlier. But, yeah, that's and, – and it wasn't, like, the best game objectively like we talk about, but, man, it was just – it felt so good. Everything about it, and obviously we've been in three – or, excuse me, two SEC championships since then, and I would like to feel that feeling <laughs> again. So, uh, anyway, uh, Chance out I think we both have the same, and I knew this was going to happen. I think you knew this happened. Everybody knew this was going to happen. Our number one pick, Chance, what is it? It is uh, our bowl game in 2011 versus UCF. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what the hell? (laughs) 
Uh, obviously uh, not. But the Rose Bowl in uh, in 2017 was, well, I guess it was the 2018 Rose Bowl because it was on the first, was just magical. That's the only word I know how to how to describe <clears> it. Uh, it was a storybook game. Uh, many revere to revere it as one of the or as the best playoff uh, game, not national championship game, but the best playoff game, uh, semifinal game. So, some people say it was the best Rose Bowl yeah. ever. Yeah, I mean, the first Rose Bowl to go to overtime, highest scoring Rose Bowl. Not only one overtime, but then we go to two overtimes. Uh, we have a block mm-hmm. kick. There's pick sixes, uh, not pick six fumble. Uh, uh, Fumble recovery for a touchdown. Uh, we had Sony and Chubb just – I think they ran like seven miles during that game <laughs> total. Oh, I mean, God. they – I mean, and Sony had four touchdowns yeah. collectively. Yeah. And, uh, it, that run that Chubb had in that game, yes. though, I, I – don't get me wrong. Sony, Sony had the best performance of that game. It was incredible. Also, Roquan – remember Roquan was kind of off the first half, and then the second half he just said, I'm going to – He was not off. And he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was not off in the second half. But then that Chubb run, though, God, that was like – that may be my favorite. And he's had some incredible runs. Like, even starting with the Clemson 2014 game, which was close to being on my yeah. list. But that – you know, that game where – I mean, you know, he had some incredible runs in that game. But that run against Oklahoma where he – I think he broke seven tackles in that run alone and then just outran the safety to get to the end zone that was probably top two or three best chub runs oh yeah for sure i mean he he just was more of a man than anyone else on their team and and just proved it in that moment and just the poise from uh from from uh in, in some clutch moments uh didn't have didn't have a ton of didn't have a ton of bombs or anything like that but but just just very just the decision making and and our defense just stepping up and when basically we forced that high powered Heisman winning offense into second guessing their own game plan because you look in that second yeah. half and they don't do anything that got them to where they were in the first half to be up and yeah. Yeah. and just just our defense just stepping up and taking over and obviously Rod kicking that 55-yard field goal at the at the end of the first half. Well, that's was, what I was going to say. Was, like unsung hero right. in that game, take yeah, Crowder. Absolutely. For getting that for that getting that yeah, kick. I mean that and that and you you felt it you you felt it in the uh you felt it in the stadium because it it was sucking. I mean, I had already I had already looked to my my family and I was like, "Y'all, I was I was sad. I was upset, but I was just like, y'all, we've had an amazing season. This has been awesome. We're sitting here at the Rose Bowl. It's incredible, and um, and that was right before that kickoff. And then sure enough, that happens, and we kick that field goal, and, and you just you just feel different. You just you just have a different yep. feeling, and uh, and even I was like, even if we don't win, we're about to come back and make this real close. And uh, obviously, storybook, storybook ending, and uh, it's just just a just a phenomenal phenomenal game and obviously was going to top the list uh for for anybody that knows anything so <laughs> yeah any georgia football fan if you don't have that you're number one then uh you're you're not doing it right i <clears throat> i definitely knew that that was going to be number one and i knew that was going to be my number one it just is was one of those things that especially that second half whenever we saw Obviously, Michelle, Chubb, Roquan, Fromm all played well. But then you have guys like Lorenzo and Bellamy. Everybody was kind of firing on all cylinders. And then Tyler Clark had a hell of a game that game. I remember, I remember that vividly. I mean, that guy was disrupting every play. I mean, Baker Mayfield was running for his life at one point. So I'm just, you know, that Rose Bowl. This Doing this whole thing, going back through the top five, just makes me want to go back and watch every single exactly one of these what I was thinking. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna have to find most most of them on YouTube. I mean, I've got I've got a lot of them recorded. Well, hey, you're but, quarantined uh, yeah, too, man, that's, so you can do that. Yeah. What the hell else am I gonna do at <laughs> night? You know. So it's just uh, it's fun, but yeah, no, that game was incredible. I'm very I'm just infinitely jealous that you were there. I've tried to be at these other games that would be big, big time, uh, you know, impactful games. Like every time we play Alabama, I've been at, and uh, nope. 
Not so much, but we're not going to talk about nope. that right now because this is a good feel podcast and we're just trying to have fun and talk about our top five yep. games. Um, any more comments about the Rose Bowl? I could talk for a long time, but I'm not going <laughs> to. Don't, man. Don't. I'm Like I said, I'm jealous that you were there. Well, uh, Chance, we've we've talked long enough. We hope that everybody is staying safe out there and uh, you know continues to stay safe. Stay home if you can. Uh, if you got to go to work, be careful. You know, get your mask. Do do whatever you got to do. But we wanted to do this because we wanted to try to take y'all's mind off of it. And we apologize for talking about things that were impacted by the coronavirus for a little while. But uh, we hope y'all enjoyed everything. Uh, Chance, you got anything to add there? I think uh, I think I'm good, man. Uh, just hunker down and um, and and be safe out there. My my dad had some had some good words to our uh, to our our company. Uh, couple days ago um definitely need to don't fear the virus you need to respect it and do the things the right way don't act out of panic um just do just be smart about it and protect you and your family and um and and it's okay to listen to some some dog talk uh in the midst of all this so uh we love y'all and uh dogs on top no dogs (laughs) 